get involved, push up our sleeves. But whether you're acting locally or within your community or your next door neighbor or calling a friend and just listening to what they have to say, picking an organization and just contributing even a few hours a month, or if you don't have the time, maybe just a little bit of money towards helping to make this place a better place, we've got to dig in. Hi, and welcome back to the Clarity Cafe. I'm Barb, and I'm here with my Clarity sister and co-host, Callie. And we're delighted to have you here today on the Clarity Cafe podcast. Please share it with your friends. Please be in communication with us as we move into our next juicy topic about community and criticism and contributions and responsibilities and all those kind of messy things that are part of being in this wonderful ride of a life where we're, we have our individuals selves and our individual identities. And we also have many identities of parts of community, larger communities and smaller communities. On our last podcast, we talked about unreasonable requests and we'd love to hear how that's going for you. Send us some stories about that. In the meantime, let's talk here about criticism and how we have evolved, I think, somewhat with social media and the instant judgment that's possible with the internet, where we see a lot of information coming across at a very fast pace, and we either like or don't like, or we have a comment, or we read a comment, and then we go in judgment about that. And what is the price of that to us as a as a society and on our mental health. So Callie, what are your thoughts on how these things happen? We get into this very reactive mode of criticism and how we potentially could get a little bit out of that quick judgment culture and how we come a little bit more into an awareness rather than have a reactive way of being, have a little bit more thoughtful approach. So many good aspects to dive into there, Barb. I I'd like to take a step back and say that for me, when I look back upon my life, um, and especially as of late, it's really important, one of my values that I would like to contribute to the communities surrounding me and the community, global community as a whole, is really about productive feedback versus criticism. So. There are so many things that are super jacked up about what's going on in societies and our planet and all around our planet. The topics and the numbers of those things can be overwhelming. And I just want to take a deep breath right there, acknowledging that it's huge and we're bombarded with information. And sometimes it's easy to seem powerless. So... On that side, we can say, I want to contribute in a way that I'm either giving productive feedback or productive action. That's how I want to contribute to this world. Why we do Clarity Cafe, why we have a little bit of chill and sneak preview. We're going to talk about limitless healing coming up. It's all about personal values on how we contribute to this world. So, with that being said, when we think about sort of the other side of that coin, criticism, our media often is a bunch of talking heads criticizing every little thing 
that our politicians are doing, that our anybody, companies, whatever, are doing. There are plenty of ways to hold people accountable, and I think we should hold people accountable, and we require change. We are in a new era that's never been done before. The internet connects us in a way that as a world, we're starting to talk to each other, whereas before we were isolated in our different civilizations, our different, you know, communities, our different tribes, however that looked, there was an an isolation aspect to it. So we are having a global conversation. We're finding our footing. There's a heck of a lot of judgment out there. There are some organizations making beautiful, productive change. Love to see people coming together to do that. What I would also like to see is us really lean in and change the way we communicate with each other. And rather than slapping judgment on there and quickly not knowing the full story and getting in a habit of criticism, which hurts us mentally and internally as well, that's that's a piece that we should definitely look at. But I'd like to see us learn a way to communicate with each other that is respectful and productive. We've got a lot of change to make, but sitting here pointing fingers and sitting here criticizing each other is not going to build us up. It's going to break us down. Mm. Boy, I had to take several deep breaths and really ground (laughs) all of that amazing information that you just shared, Kelly. Exactly. Uh, Being able to get out of that reactive, critical way of responding to things, which just tends to drive the conversation farther apart and where you have people taking sides, right? And you know, identifying with a particular point of view because life is complex. And I'm always happy when I'm able to hear something and learn something that helps me maybe reevaluate my, what my default mode setting was on that, you know, because my default thought on that might be something I learned 20 years ago and it might've changed and I might've changed and the situation for sure changed. So being able to have a productive conversation and exchange about information. And I see that happening in so many places. I think, you know, you just look at environmental issues, how people are coming together on a local level and on a state level, on a national level and on a global level, and being able to just sit down and have a conversation and have a nuanced conversation and something that becomes a little difficult when we're when we're living and driving our conversations just with the meme level of communication. So clicking down that level, and some of it is about just civility, which I think has also technologies allowed us to have more distance when we're, when we're dealing with someone face to face and we know them. And I grew up in a small town. So I kind of, you kind of know everybody, even if you don't know everybody, you kind of know somebody they know. So when you're having a conversation you're speaking to individuals and into a community that you're very aware of. But when you're um, sitting reading the news online or on social media, you might not be quite aware of, as aware of who you're speaking to. So, you know, if you think about what if I was speaking to my best friend or to my mother or to someone that I hold dear, the nature of the conversation can change. And I think about that even just in a small way, the practice is when I'm driving, because that's in a big community and everybody's coming from a different perspective. 
And somebody might be really stressed and really in a hurry. And so rather than have a judgment about what's happening out there and how they're driving, if I can just say, oh, that that person is doing something, I don't have to have a judgment about that. The more you practice that muscle of not going into an immediate criticism, but just an observation, you start to build that. We can start as a, an individual and then the ripples will go out into our interactions with other people to have a more productive, less reactive, critical way of perceiving what's happening in the moment and what the conversation is about. Barb, thanks for bringing that up because it really illustrates too how that quick judgment can become this habit. And then that habit is actually creates pain and harm to ourselves, right? Because if I'm constantly judging the world as this place where everybody's incompetent, and if they would only see it my way, everything would work out. If I'm constantly in that state of mind, then everything external to me becomes a threat, even the people in my own home. So to unwind that and realize and tune into and begin to a mental habit of acknowledging all the things that are working, I'm not talking Pollyanna. I'm talking about a habit of putting our attention on things that are working, absolutely holding accountable what is not working. And when it's not working and we feel called to do so, act, get involved, push up our sleeves. This world is jacked up. My aunt said something to me that I, like, I don't know, several weeks ago that's still with me. I'm still chewing on it. We hear a lot in the media of people saying, it's my right. It's my right to do this. It's my right to do that. And my aunt said, well, what about your responsibilities? And I love that. And I'm really, it just really enjoying what that brings up because it can seem overwhelming, but whether you're acting locally or within your community or your next door neighbor or calling a friend and just listening to what they have to say picking an organization and just contributing even a few hours a month, or if you don't have the time, maybe just a little bit of money towards helping to make this place a better place, we've got to dig in. We have a lot of responsibilities. When we share a home with people to some level, I mean, if there's kids and whatever, but at all levels, you know, we all have a responsibility to keep this home functioning keep it working, communicate, keep it in a balanced, healing, and peaceful way. And so my question is, how is that any different on this planet? This is our home. It is our home. And it's amazingly large, and it's also amazingly small, right? And, and particularly, we're able to c connect and communicate with people all over the world and be able to have a personal relationship. One thing I've really valued about the internet and technology and groups and getting to know people in different communities. You know, I have an organ transplant, so I know people all over the world who have organ transplants, and I've learned all kinds of cool things about them as cultures and not just about their status as an organ transplant. And that's a great broadening experience. It helps me be able to understand that culture better as well. So there's so much amazing wealth that we can gain from having those interactions without being in judgment about them and not being in that critical situation. So yes, that we all 
are activists in our own right and we're activists in our own lives and in our own households. And got an email from someone that I didn't know was an introduction email. And in the signature, I'm always interested to what people put in the signature of their email. It said activist in capital letters. And this person seemed like really lovely. And the first thing I thought was, I wonder what that person is an activist about. And then I thought, Whatever it is, it's awesome because they're perceiving themselves as really having something to bring forth in the world. I'm going to go find out about that. you know. And I still have that to do, so I'll share that in a later podcast when I find out what that activism was about. But I think we all should think of ourselves as activists in our own life to improve the communication that we have within our own workspace, within our own head, within our own communities, and within this community of the world where we all live and, you know, we can keep that in. We're so reminded of that on a regular basis. If a volcano goes off in another part of the world, a year later, that dust affects our climate. You know, we used to talk about, oh, if a butterfly flaps his wings in Mongolia, you know, what the impact is on, down the road and in the rest of the world, we're all so interconnected. So every positive thing that we do is going to have a positive impact on that, on so many things that we're unaware of. And every less positive thing that might happen can have the, a similar effect. So that awareness of every interaction that we have and every thought that we have that we put out there creates that within us and also creates that in our outside environment, which can be our whole world. So much there. And I want to just encourage us all to remind ourselves that we don't have to take it on. Sometimes just criticizing or just making a snap judgment or, or believing that things are like black or white or binary, one or zero. It's just not that way. Everything is nuanced. There's different perspectives of every situation. We don't have to take it all on. This is not a podcast to say, take it all on. It is to say, if you're feeling overwhelmed about the world and you're not already doing so, lean in, pick one thing that you can push your sleeves up on just a little bit. Some of you may have more free time and can do more. And many of you probably already are. I know that I contribute in different ways from, you know, consulting and advising to my favorite nonprofits to, you know, money to um, putting together different groups of people and helping make connections. Sometimes, you know, it may not even be about time or money, but maybe you know someone that would really help another organization and just making that connection helps them broaden their platform or, you know, so it, there's many ways to contribute. But if you're feeling hopeless, you don't feel good about the way things are going in this world. It's our responsibility to keep our home functioning and cleaned. And guess what? It doesn't have to be difficult and it doesn't have to be time or money. It can be something else that we can do that helps just make this world just a better place. And so pick one thing, turn that that uh, in our stomachs about what's happening. Turn that into action. Use it as fuel. Yeah, the Dalai Lama uh, has said that in several different ways. And I can just remember, I can hear his voice saying, if you want to be happy, help someone else be happy. If you want to be happy, help yourself be happy. They're the same thing. 
because those things are always so you make a contribution, you get so much more back out of it. And you have a feeling that you're moving forward to your point when you start feeling a little overwhelmed, just doing one positive thing on a local level, um, just in a conversation, making a connection, helping out, uh, all those things will help transform how you feel and how we feel as a community. So uh, that's a good big bite size, maybe more than a clarity cup full. <laughs> but sometimes we got to take on these big topics and then distill them down to a cup full. <laughs> so thanks for hanging with us today. And uh, we want to really thank our online community for the engagement, all the DMs. We really appreciate it. Oh, so many of you have been sharing the podcast with other people and we're getting just amazing feedback. We love it. Thank you for helping us to grow. Thank you for leaving the reviews. And, um, you know, this is our part of what we're doing to help, you know, make this world just a little bit more of a more nurturing, comfortable place to be. And so maybe your action today is just sharing the podcast. And uh, we love that. Or one of the positive messages that we've got on our Insta or Facebook feeds. We've got a lot of stuff out there. So sharing the love. We're just sharing the love. On our next episode, we're going to talk about leaving your baggage at the door. Wait, what? I know we already did one of those podcasts, but we talked in that one. We promised you we would do another follow-up. So we talked about leaving your emotional baggage at the door and the small and the medium size baggage. But what if it's a trunk size piece of baggage? Well, then get some help. Can't wait to dive into that with you. Uh, but until then, Take what works from this podcast and leave what doesn't. And if something's really working, share it with somebody you care about. And until next time, be well. <laughs>